Lots and lots of drama in the CAF Champions League this past weekend. We get right into it today, looking at the fallout after Al-Akhli progressed against Sundowns. Joining me is Sokola Duma, senior journalist, Mazola Molefe, Mazola7. Welcome, brother. How are you doing? I'm good, Zane. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Well, listen, it was a dramatic night in Attridgeville. So much to unpack there. For those who don't know what happened in the second leg of the quarterfinal between Al-Akhli and Sundowns, do you want to give them a quick overview? Yeah, look, at the end of the day, Al-Akhli went through uh, another sort of uh, progression to the semifinals of the Champions League. We know that they are the defending champions. Of, of, of this particular competition, having won it just shortly after Pito arrived. But I think what, what dominated the headlines was obviously what transpired before that. Uh, in fact, a, on my way to the stadium, I got sent a video of what looked like... In fact, I thought it was just Sundowns fans just overly excited by the mere fact that this big homecoming of, of, of the prodigal son returning home and that sort of stuff but in fact the the posters and the placards uh that were being you know thrown around were of insults aimed at at the coach uh you know some 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 things that you don't want to ever hear or see again uh in any kind of fashion whether it's at a stadium or whether it's it's, it doesn't matter where it is you just don't want to see those types of things and i think that's what sort of got the coach or the coach did say in a post-match interview with the, with the, with the media afterwards that that's really what got him emotional because one, one journalist asked a question just trying to find out his emotions, his state of mind coming home to a club where, I mean, he was pretty much at Sundowns from December 2012 uh, till about uh, when he left in October last year. So almost eight years where he won 11 trophies. I mean, unpre- unprecedented success at Mamelodi Sundowns. So you'd think when he comes home for the first time in so many, uh, after having such success, he'd be a welcomed guest, but uh, far from it. I mean, uh, some sections of the Mamelodi Sundown supporters, as I said, uh, hurled insults and abuse uh, at the coach, and that's what the co- got the coach emotional. And he spoke about it at length in the post-match press conference about this particular individual that sits at the top office uh, at the club who's never liked him from his many years at Sundowns. And even now, after he's left and he's joined another club, um, the person is still sort of showing uh, his, his hatred towards him and now inciting a section of um, supporters to, to also um, uh, join in, if you like, on, 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 on the hatred or, or the animosity uh, between the, the, the two parties. So I think that's, unfortunately, that, that's what overshadowed uh, what was supposed to be a spectacle. I mean, you've got Alakli, club of the century, playing Mamelodi Sundowns, you know, um, and we know what they've done in the Champions League this season. And you'd think, you know, that's that's where the drama is on the pitch and not off it. Certainly, it's football royalty when you look at Sundowns and when you look at Al-Akhli, two blockbuster names on the continent, two names that command respect. Um, and to see one of the most successful coaches that South Africa has produced not come in and not be afforded that respect, given all that he's done for the club, is certainly disheartening. Now, I know Sundowns released a statement after the game, um, and it was interesting by their wording. Would you mind explaining why that was the case? Yeah, look, when I saw it come through, I said, good shot. I mean, it's, you know, it's a quick turnaround. 
the club is condemning the behavior of, of the fans and issuing an apology to, to the coach, who was obviously subject to the abuse. Uh, but what I found disappointing is that they do not say the coach's name. You know, they do not mention him by name. Uh, they actually issue an apology saying to Alakli and those affected or those involved. I mean, the, the, you know, it's as clear as day. We've seen videos, we've heard audio, we saw that the fans were attacking the coach in his person, you know, and even hurling insults at his mother as well, you know. So I think it should have been it should have been an apology directed, obviously to to Alakli in its entirety as a club, because that's those are his em, employee uh, employers. Uh, but at the same time, uh, a person that they know all, all too well. There's a lot of emotions there. So at the least that Sundowns could have done is apologize apologize to the coach himself and not just this. Uh, you know, blanket approach of an apology aimed at at the club that he represents. Because the people, the fans that were those sectional supporters that were there, were not attacking Alakli as a club. They were attacking Pito, the coach, in his personal capacity. So that was quite disappointing uh, um, to see uh, a big club like that issuing issuing what, in many aspects, could could be described as a non-statement, really. Absolutely. If you want to fail PR 101, take a look at that sundown statement. Now, Mazola, early in the conversation, you, you referenced the fact that there is a mystery official who um, seems to be behind inciting the fans. Um, we know Pizzo left. We know when he went to Al-Akhli last year, there might have been some disgruntled people. Are there officials, are there people in the background who are still harboring bitterness uh, for his move to the Cairo Giants? Yeah, I, I, and I don't even I don't even think it's got to do really with his move to to Alahi because I will point back to uh, just before the pandemic uh, when Coach Pizzo was still at Mamelodi Sundowns. We, we we have this PSL uh, WhatsApp group, the the media WhatsApp group, where there's information uh, statements that are put on there for journalists to obviously have. I might be a part of that group. I can't remember. Yeah, Nudge wink wink. Possibly, possibly. Uh, but at that time, I think it was around January 2020. Uh, you know, there's 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 a club official who mistakenly uh, posted, uh, you know, uh, a message on that group. I'm not sure whether he meant to post it to another group or whether it was his intention to post it in that particular group. Uh, but it was basically just having a go at the coach Pizzo, almost plotting his downfall internally. Uh, and there's been. There's been stories written about that, so I, I'm not gonna uh, go ahead and mention names. But they, they asked if if you look up, um, you know, sundowns, uh, you know, the timeline, you will find the names there uh, that are linked uh, to that particular incident. And I think it seems to be an ongoing issue that the the, the coach says the coach says it's now followed him uh, to Egypt, even when even even though he's left the club, he he left the club in October last year. But it's 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 I mean it's almost June now, and there seems to be some some bitterness. I mean even yesterday the social media is just littered with uh, with insinuations about who this person is. Um, but obviously I don't I don't want a lawsuit on my hands, so I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> and neither do we. People are smart enough to do their homework. Mazola, yeah. you've given us a great overview of um, what's happened. Um, Pizzo's been through this ordeal. He's obviously a mentally tough character. Um, how do you think he'll come out of this? And, and how do you think he's internalized everything that's gone on? 
usually I would say this is like water off a duck's back. Uh, but I think, you know, if, if you see uh, those disturbing uh, videos and, and you hear what was being, um, you know, the words uh, being thrown at, at Coach Pizzo and his personhood and his family in general, it, 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 it can affect you, um, you know, uh, personally, it can affect you psychologically as well. I think that, which is why his wife, who happens to be his agent, uh, this afternoon also issued a statement, uh, you know, having just having a, a full go at Mamelodi Sundowns for for saying this is a person that you've known from when he was a player and who became your coach for nearly eight years and won you 11 trophies. The least you could have done is say sorry in that statement and address this the apology to him directly and not and not go around in a in a sort of blanket uh, approach. So I think the coach will. will he will get over it, and and I and I think by by virtue of winning the game on Saturday, he's already got one up on, on Sundowns and those section of, of of supporters as well. But I think it's one thing that he will think back to, and and you know, think back in sort of disbelief almost that a club where he spent so many years, uh, he got a treatment uh, of 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 this nature when he returned for the first time since leaving in October last year. But I think. You know, um, I was I was I was gonna say sort of these things happen in football, but I think not not in this manner because there, there's been disruptions, there's been uh, chaos at at Lucas Moripe Stadium, even in Pito's tenure in the early days, where some section of the supporters were trying to to throw it, to get him thrown out of the club, and uh, Coach Pito says that this particular individual was involved yet again. Um, you know, so it's been there before, it's happened before. He he, you know, but I don't think not necessarily uh, at such a disgusting level. So I think he will think about it, internalize it a, a little bit as, 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 you know, we are all human and, uh, you know, it would be impossible for him to just uh, ignore it. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I think he, he's, got to, he's got to move on. He says he will write a tell-all book and in his book he will reveal who uh, this person or the persons are uh, that are responsible for having given him a hard time in his you know, final years at, at Mamelodi Sundowns. Because even, even before he left Sundowns, he kept hinting on the fact that he never got the full support from the office. But the, the office never came out to, to defend themselves in a way, which, which tells you all you need to know, really. I certainly will be reading that whole book. And I know in previous podcasts, we've spoken to various people about Pizzo and his impact and got analysis on what he did. And I remember Matthew Booth a few weeks ago telling us that it was Pizzo who stabilized the club spending. It was Pizzo who took control of the transfer policy. It was when Patrice Motsepe took a more hands-off approach that Pizzo was able to achieve the success and give the owner, who's now the president of CAF, the success he wanted and was able to build the club into what it was. Now, we know that Al-Akhli are champions in Africa. Um, we know that Pizzo guided them to that trophy last year after taking over when the team was in the semis. Um, they've got this, they're into the semis, they play Esperance in the next round. How do you think uh, Pizzo and Al-Akhli will get on for the rest of the tournament? Look, for me, they're, they're favourites, obviously. I mean, it's Al-Akhli. Um, and now they've got a coach who's won it twice now. Uh, I mean, you can say all you want about how last season uh, he came in when the job was already done to some degree. Okay, fair enough. He did come in when the job was done uh, almost, uh, but he still had to win three games to, to the trophy. He had to win the, <laughs> the two uh, legs in the semifinals and the final as well. So it wasn't a, a, a easy, as easy as that, you know. So I still think he should get 
some credit, even though he didn't do the hard yards. This time around, he's done the hard yards. And I, I really think, I really think Alakhli are favourites. Having been at the game on Saturday and watched them, I mean, they've got a fantastic uh, goalkeeper in El Shinawi. Um, you know, they've got the big boys there in defence. Um, you know, Sharif, uh, you know, they've got the attackers who can, who can score the goals. They've got the experience, you know, uh, to do it. And to top it off, they also have a coach who's, 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 got, who's been there, done that and got the T-shirt. So for me, in as much as, you know, it's a North Africa derby yet again, you never know what could happen. It's over two legs. It will be tough. Uh, but my money obviously is on Coach Pete. So for personal reasons, you know, him being a South African, I'd love for him to, to win it a third time. Uh, uh, but also, I just think uh, Alakhli um, looked 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 strong uh, overall, uh, even though they had finished uh, second in their group. But to come to the quarterfinals, face a Mamelodi Sundowns team that had not lost a single game in the group stages until well until the last game against CRC, they lose that. Um, you know, to to be able to come to to Lucas Moripe and dominate them. They are favourites for me, but it will be tough. I'd love to see Kaiser Chiefs and Sundowns uh, final in the Champions League. Wow, that will get FIFA players all around the world excited. Sokol Aduma, senior journalist, Mazola Malefe, thank you for joining us. I wish you well, my brother, and uh, we'd love to get you on the pod at some point again. Um, for those out there who are listening, if you've come this far, leave a rating, leave a review. This is the best football bribe podcast on the planet. We just talk football. And if you need to find us on our social media platforms, we're at OTW underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Mazola, for people trying to find you out there in the Twitterverse, in the Facebookverse, in the Instagramverse, where can they find you? Yeah, it's just simple. You just Google Super Journal. You'll, you'll find me on the social media streets. <laughs> I love it. Thank you again for coming on. We wish you well, sir. Thank you, Zane.